Greetings to all of you beautiful 65 and older seniors. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Ava Harris-Noggles. I have been helping seniors for more than 20 plus years making the right choice for their health care plan. To have a local trusted source for information on how maximum out-of-pockets have changed, getting more drugs as generics, and more dental benefits. I am a certified licensed broker, and I realize the information can be overwhelming. I specialize in guiding you through the maze. You can schedule an appointment with me, and I'm here to be your trusted partner. Contact me at 314-496-5265, and together, we will find a plan that brings you peace of mind and ensures your health and happiness. Essence Healthcare has a five-star rating for 2022 and 2023, and that is the highest rating a company can receive. Remember, your deadline dates for AEP are October the 15th through December the 7th. You will be so glad you spoke with me to discuss all plans available in your area. Thank you for tuning into the Walk in Truth Radio Network broadcast. Grab your Bible, get settled, and let's walk through the Word of God together. Let us now reason together and listen to see what God is saying to us today. Here we go again. Take three. Father God, we come to you this morning, first of all, to thank you and to praise you for truly. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, as we study your word, let us hide your word in our hearts that we would not sin against thee. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay. So, before we uh, start out again, we're still in chapter... <clears throat> 1 verses 1 through 9 of 1 Corinthians and um, we've been talking about the importance of Paul and how he would in most of his letters he used the term in Christ and we had a homework assignment did anyone do everybody do their homework assignment Nope, I gave you a homework assignment. One question. How can believers who still sin be called blameless? Okay. Anyone else did this? Okay, okay. Well, Jackie, you want to start off, Sister Jackie? Okay. What I'm kind of trying to find out is what that. We are. We are not called to be. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. We are not called to be sinless. 
but we are called to be blameless because we're going to make, we're going to sin probably the rest of our lives, no matter how hard we try. But the blameless part comes in. We want to be blameless because we don't want to, as believers, we don't want to lead someone else astray by what we do or what we say or how we live. So we don't want to be responsible for making somebody else turn away from God or you know, leave God or don't seek him out. So we're going to, going to sin, but we don't want to, we want to be blameless of that particular thing. That's what I got. Okay. Sister Lloyd. Well, what I got out of it is because Jesus paid for our past, present, and future sins, being in him, we don't have to, uh, we can be blameless because we're in him, even though we are going to sin. But because we are in Christ, because the word of God says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. So we are new. The spirit is born. We're new creatures. We're new creatures. The spirit is born again. But the flesh is a sanctification and a steady working through the word of God. That's okay. what I got out of uh, Sister Daphne. I... Uh, my answer would be what's according to Romans 8, where he says that those that are no longer living according to the flesh, but are living according to the spirit, are made sinless. Because we are not, you know, following <coughs> the ways of this world anymore. We are uh, seeking to be made righteous through the blood of Christ. So now we're, we're no longer bound by sin and death. But we are free through the, through the blood of Jesus Christ. So we are no longer sinners. We are saved by grace. We are righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> She's looking at Sister her. Joyce. Uh, what, I, what I find, <laughs> they said that, uh, that Jesus' blood cleanses us. Mm -hmm. from every sin and it goes on watching us so that when he appears we will be blameless kept by his grace mm -hmm. so but the question was how can believers who still sin be called blameless I don't think they can even though we are saved by grace and washed in the blood Okay, and we're going to investigate that more today. We're going to we're going to go into that. Frida, did you? How can how can believers who still sin be called blameless? Um, because of the belief in Jesus, who was blameless. Jesus was blameless, and if we're in Him, we can be considered blameless because. Uh, uh, the contract, the covenant, the, the deal, it was between God and his son. So 
if we get in with Jesus, um, I guess, yeah, to just walk out our Christian life as, as best as we can. You know, we'll be sinners, and a lot of the stuff we go through is our fault. But kind of like what Joyce said, when, when the, the, the deal between God and his son is sorted out, we will be considered blameless because we're in Jesus, and Jesus was blameless. He was perfect. He is perfect. Okay, so we're going to hit on that. Pastor has his hand. Uh, okay. See, I didn't want to ask him, but go ahead. No. <laughs> because we're going to hit on some of this okay. stuff. Yeah, you're going to hit on it because if it don't hit, then I got the energy. Okay. First, um, the word blameless is a reminder to us of Christ's sacrifice. And that without him, uh, we could drown in, in our own guilt and sin. Being blameless... <clears throat> blameless is something that people that are not saved, they just can't phantom. They don't understand that. Not because they're evil, but because of the sin. And we were once just the same. Okay, we are blessed to be given the title of blameless, but we shouldn't be proud, we shouldn't boast, or uh, because it was freely given to us. Amen? Amen. We are uh, guilty of the sins we committed. However, Christ took our blame upon himself. He, um, and that's a blessing. And that's something that we shouldn't take for granted and something that we shouldn't overlook. He calls us blameless so we can walk boldly in our new identity that we've been gifted. Okay? I came up with an article because I came, I found this article and I want to all of us to look at read this article and then this is going to hit on all of that because we talked about being in Christ and now we're talking about being blameless but first of all we're blameless because God said we're blameless amen he said it he said we're going to get into all of that and then hopefully this article will clear it up and and um and then Doc will, can interject what he was going to say. Put a pen in it, Doc. Okay. I mean, y'all doing good. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, y'all hit on it. Go ahead. Um, yeah, and, and everybody did. deep for me. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Frida, you mind starting our reading? Holy and blameless, Ephesians 1, 4. Okay, stop. Remember, we went through, we were talking about 1 Corinthians, but we talked. We read Ephesians one through nine, I think we did. And we talked about being in Christ. And so this article, to me, kind of puts all of that together, being in Christ and being blameless. So go ahead. One of the most widely used phrases by the Apostle Paul in the New Testament in, is the phrase, in Christ. Over and over, Paul tells believers who they are, what they have received, and how they have been blessed in Christ. Over 170 times in his epistles and in his letters. Go ahead. We will examine one of these occasions in Ephesians 1, 3 through 4, in which we read as follows. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him 
before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Okay, see that? There it is. Go on. All who are in Christ have been, past tense, blessed with every spiritual blessing. All believers have received all they need to be what God created them to be and do what God created and caused them to do in Christ. And this only belongs to those who are in Christ. Only belongs to who? In Christ. Those, those who, are who are in Christ. In Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So just who is in Christ? Paul tells us in Ephesians 1.13 where we find that you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal. All who have heard the gospel and placed their trust in it, been born again, are in Christ and receive every spiritual blessing in him. Paul then goes on to list some of these spiritual blessings here in Ephesians 1 and those which are first on his list are holy and blameless. In verse 4, we find that God chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Amen. And I thought you all would have picked that up if you would have read back into Ephesians. Because we went through that. Okay, go on. All who are in Christ are holy and blameless. We will note three things about this verse. First, that God chose us here. The sovereign creator and sustainer of all life has determined before the creation of anyone or anything that all who are in Christ are holy and blameless in his sight. Amen. That's something that we can shout about. Amen. Amen. Yes, go ahead. This is an indicative statement, a statement of fact made by the sovereign God and declaring all in Christ holy and blameless. Second, we note the use of the verb imi to be. I me. I me to be. And here in the present tense. And here in the present tense. I me is the Greek equivalent to the English verb to be. It is the verb of existence, and it tells us who and what we are. All who are in Christ are, as a fact of their existence, holy and blameless. And the use of the present tense here tells us, tells us that is what we are, not where, not were or will be. Believers are holy and blameless as a basic characteristic of their nature and existence. Okay, and, and Paul constantly will remind the Corinthians, the Galatians, who they, who they are in Christ. In Christ. Okay. In, Christ. in Christ. And what they have while they're, when they're in Christ, the gifts that they have. Go on. Third, we note the use of the phrase, in his sight. God, as sovereign creator, is the one who defines reality. The one who tells us the things one who tells us the way things really are. If God sees it that way, then that is the way it is. We are told here that God sees believers as holy and blameless. And if God sees it that way, then that is the way it is, no matter what anyone else says. Having established the fact that believers are holy and blameless in Christ, we will now examine these two concepts 
to see exactly what they mean and how they apply to the lives of believers here and now. We will begin with blameless. What does it mean that we are blameless? The Greek word translated blameless here is amanos. Amamos. Amamos. Literally, without blemish or spotless. Okay. There are three Greek words translated blameless in the New Testament. Amamos and amemptos and anekletos. All of which refer to basically the same concept of faultless or spotless. The difference among the three is that amemptos and anekletos are used ethnically while amamos is used extensively in the New Testament. What that means is that amemptos and anekletos are used in reference to behavior to describe behavior that is blameless. <laughs> While amamos is used to describe nature and used elsewhere in the New Testament to describe Christ as the spotless lamb, pure and unblemished in nature, given up for our sins. The word translated blameless here in Ephesians 1.4 is amamos, and Paul's use of it here in reference to those in Christ is telling believers we are blameless by nature. Believers are spotless before God in his sight, faultless to stand before the throne. We are without blame because someone has taken the blame for us. Jesus Christ, the lamb without spot or blemish, has taken our spots and blemishes, blame, upon himself and given his spotlessness to us. We have been made a church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, holy and blameless. Amamos. Amen. All who are in Christ are blameless by nature. Blamelessness is a characteristic of our existence. It is part of who and what we are. Jesus Christ has made us blameless and God has called us blameless. We are spotless and clean before them. Amen. Amen. No, you weren't off. You weren't off. You know, you kind of like, like Doc said, everybody kind of hit on it a little. And I thought that, you know, just to read this article just kind of puts it all in a nutshell. And you can really, really see. Um, yeah. Is there anything you want to say, Doc? No. Um, the article, it, it, it is in the first, go back to First Corinthians. Mm -hmm. It's in verse 8, 7, 8, and 9. Right. And remember, I talked about this Sunday. Yes. He declares you innocent. So therefore, I like the way the article is, the reality is that you're innocent. I think what happens is we, we confuse uh, the salvation process of blameless versus the sanctification process of becoming blameless. So, the, so Jackie was hitting on doing, and some of y'all were hitting on being. Mm -hmm. and declaring. Once he declared us innocent, it makes no difference where we're at, what time it is, or what we've done. We're innocent. Amen. Now, what did I say? It ain't information, it's appropriation. Appropriation of being innocent happens in the sanctification process. You learn how to live into what you've been called every day. So Jackie, that's what you were hitting on. You're like, well, it's... It, you're going through the process of not doing things to, to show that you're not blameless, okay? That's the sanctification process. 
But the justification process, which is the beginning of the salvation, is always he did it, he declared it, and that's what it is. And that's it. It has nothing to do with what you do after that, per se, okay? If you believe in that, you're, you're blameless. If you don't believe in that, you're not blameless, okay? You're not innocent. You're not righteous. So you have what they call imputed righteousness to in Christ. It's his righteousness that he imputes to us. But are we actually righteous? No. In the fact that we're walking out what we've been called. If you read 1 through 9, you've been called a saint. You've been called to sanctification. And all, and all this calling and completion is because, in 9, I think it says, because he's faithful. Mm -hmm. So you ain't did nothing. You, if you read 1 through 9, you've done nothing. But receive what he says. Now you have to walk out that what you know to be for whatever time you got left. But the, the guarantee is wherever you, whatever it is, the level of maturity that you're going to come to is going to be complete. You know, everybody thinks they're going to be like these giants in Christ. No, when your time is up, you're complete. Wherever you're at, whether you're an adolescent in this or you're a baby in this, you're complete as far as what he knew that you were going to go. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that we should try to strive to stay babies, but we should just you know, just walk this thing out and not put so much pressure on ourselves to 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 be just learn and to live and grow up in it, you know? Amen. So you were hitting on it right there. Everybody here hit on it. Everybody hit on it. But there's a difference between his declaration and what we are actually walking out in our sanctification. And we're learning the call thing. We've been called, now it's time for us to grow up. Remember I gave that Amen. example? There's certain things Kinko can't reach because she's not grown enough yet, but she's going to get there. Madam Maturity. Madam Maturity. So the thing about it is you're trying to grow up into what you've been called. You've been called a hero. Now you got to grow up to be a hero. You've been called a superstar. Now you got to grow up to be that superstar. You've been called to be a saint. Now you investigate what that looks like and you live up to what light that you have in that matter. So all y'all hit on it. It's really good. That's why I, I was like amazed. Y'all each hit on different parts of it. Amen. And again, we have to remember he says he's writing this to the saints. Mm-hmm to the saints who are faithful in Christ, okay? So we can be blameless as long as we are in Christ, amen? Tying all that stuff together. Um, again, we read, when we read Ephesians, you know, that, that in Christ, I, I, I looked over that and, and read over that and I'm like, Wow, because we just take so much for granted. And I just want to go over those things that we kind of talked about last week because we said um, we are called the faithful in Christ. God blesses us with every spiritual blessing. And I'm taking all of this right out of Ephesians 1 through 14. 1, 1 through 14. He chose us in Christ. So when he chose us, he made us again holy and blameless. Thank you. He made us holy and blameless. He has given this to us freely. Okay? Um, in Christ. We have redemption and the forgiveness of our sins in Christ. God made known the mystery of his will in Christ, he had, he, uh, we are chosen in Christ, and we have an inheritance. And just to think about all of these things that he has given us when we are in Christ, I don't think we realize that we don't 
really think about the, the power that we have in Christ, okay? We put our hope in Christ, and we put our trust in him. We put our trust in so many other things, but when we sit down, I, I think, do we really put our trust, as much trust in Christ as we put in Ford and Mazda or whoever cars that we drive or whatever bank we bank at, you know, but we, we have been chosen in him and we have an inheritance and we put our hope in him and our trust in him and we are included in Christ. When we, mark, when we are marked in Christ, we are marked with that seal of the Holy Ghost. And I wanted to just kind of touch on that and elaborate on four other points that as we go through this, 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 our Christian walk, um, he wants us to walk in, in our blamelessness. And he wants us to share our testimony with others because when we talk to people who aren't saved, we're like aliens to them. They don't understand. They don't understand. And so he just wants us to share because the first thing they do, a lot of saints will, will un, people who aren't saved will try to beat us up with that. You know, yeah, you saved and you're supposed to be saved and, and uh, um, but you still do this, you can still, you still do that. But we can use that, our testimony and share our testimonies with others. Uh, There's so many ways of reaching people. And um, that was kind of in our sermon this past Sunday, where we can use our being blameless and sharing that, our testimony in that area, just with those who are not saved, because he wants us to share that story of how we came to blameless with those and who are still considered. And a lot of problems I think that we have is because, like uh, Doc kind of mentioned, we still beat ourselves up with you know, we fight with that thing. Oh, we did this, we did that, but God said we're blameless in that, and we need to hold on to that and take that and run with it, okay? Um, okay. Any other questions so far? Well, I have a comment that I can remember when I really took my walks, began to take my walk with God seriously, I had the hardest time digesting that, mm -hmm. that I was not a sinner, that I was blameless. I looked, I would say, I looked at it saying, people saying, well, you know, you, you're, you're perfect in Christ. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not, because I know I'm doing A, B, and C, and how can I, I'm, I'm a sinner. How can I be blameless? But I know I'm doing this. It was just so hard for me to connect those dots. And nobody really took me to the book and do it, did what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. You know, by scripture, connected it. The one that, that they always took me to was what I said, was Romans. There's mm -hmm. no condemnation, Daphne. You're not condemned anymore because you follow the spirit and not the flesh. And I, you know, I, it was just so hard. But finally, the light came on <laughs> and it did click. But I do understand the quandary, uh, you know, as especially when you're new in Christ mm -hmm. and you're trying to walk upright and, you know, you, you will try to sometimes beat yourself, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing this. And you, oh, he's going to get me. And that's not. 
the God that we serve. But know? that's you beating yourself up. That's not, us right. beating ourselves up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's, it's really valuable to have these discussions and, you know, really mm -hmm. talk about who we are in Christ. And like Pastor said, it's not of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're not doing anything. It's the Holy Spirit and God in us that's doing all the work. For all of it. We just have to walk it out. Mm -hmm. And as you receive revelation, you know, eat that thing and, and digest it and begin to live. It. As you get delivered from this, that, that, that. That's just that's your testimony and you walk in it, you know. But we all fall short at mm -hmm. times. It's a, process. it's a process. Believing that we're blameless is a process. Yeah. And it's connected in believing fully that we're forgiven, redeemed, and made new. Yeah. You know. It is. Were you gonna say something? Yeah, Jana. No. no, I just was had my hand on the side of my face. Sister Jackie, were you gonna say something? But even though even though we're blameless and we fall short, we still forgiven. Yes. 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 I know we're gonna fall short. Yes. Yes. Black Christ yes. died for us. He was our. He took the blame. He took that blame. He took that sin. Now, the day you think you're not forgiven, if you think about it, Joyce, if you're not forgiven, then that means you deserve the wrath of God. So it again, I know it's it's psychologically hard to just understand this thing about being blameless because you want to work. To be blameless, because your natural reaction is, I need to do something to to keep receiving the title of being blameless. And what God is saying, Jesus is saying, is, I did everything you need. Everything you need is there. Your problem is you accessing me. It ain't. I didn't gave it to you. You have all the gifts in the heavenly places, and 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 the Corinthian church is saying they lack no gift. But we're going to see how rotten they were, actually. Mm. It, was, it was their maturity. Yeah, right. See, if you if you mature, it's still a psychological leap. Mm. But you gotta, you just got to trust it. See, again, obey what God said. You blameless, you blameless. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you think after that. Because mm. he sets the reality, not me. Now, my job is to grow up into what he says, right? Mm. So, so, yeah, I'm forgiven. You're forgiven. But you don't now that what you don't do is push that thing. Right. right. Don't shall take we it for granted. Shall we continue in sin and grace should abound? No, God forbid. We're dead to sin, supposedly. So we don't use the fact that we have grace. It goes from amazing to abusing. Right. You know? So are you forgiven? Yes. Should you be growing in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that changes you into what you declared? Yes. Are you all of us at a different pace? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, but I will say this. If you use grace to sin, then you might not be saved. Mm -hmm. I say it might not, because only God knows. Yeah. yeah. You know, but if you tell me all the time your go-to when you sin is we all fall short, <laughs> then that means you using the Bible wrongly. Yeah, I mean, because God said it, he understands. That's his position. But that shouldn't be your position. But again, uh, Sister Joyce, it's, again, it's, it's the, the maturation. You can't forget the maturation point. You know, there you still have to work on this. You grow on it. I mean, you digest it. You eat this and, and chew on it and learn every day. And what Daphne said was right. 
when, when you get the illumination, mm. you eat that illumination and you grow a little bit more. Right. Right. But you got, but think about this. You got to stay in the boat to get the revelation. Amen. Because right. this world will say, it ain't working, is it? Y'all here smoking, drinking, hanging around us. It ain't working. You doing the same thing you did. Why even be bothered with it? It ain't working. Mm -hmm. But but the fact that if you get convicted, you can be in the middle of doing it, and you get convicted, it's working. Exactly. It's working. Now you may still there and finish it out, right? But you go when you leave there, you be like, you know what? I, I ain't doing that no more. I shouldn't have done that. And then you'll want to change it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all of us in this room, we've been adults. I, we, we, you know, Hennessy, uh, uh, Crown Roll, you, you name it. We didn't. We we used to love it. Now it's like, okay, I can do without it. He changed my want to. It, it wasn't a drastic thing. It was just like one day I woke up and one day I offered it, and I was like, man, give me some tea. You know, give me some coffee. You know, I'm like, I can't believe that. Right. You know, or the places you want to go, you know, just. And it's a heart thing, too. It's, you know, the the outward things, as Pastor was saying, the drinking and the smoking. You know, I, I believe that's, that's not even the major things that God is looking at in us when right. we do the transformation. Yeah, you got to be in heart. He wants, you can be just as sober and dry as a bone, but if you don't have love in your heart and you study, you know, harboring hatred and resentment and all these ugly things, you're not saved. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Not for real, because that's how he worked on me. Because I would be like, babe, look, baby. <laughs> and he's like, no, you, you, you. And it was, I'm telling you, to get that flesh under submission. That's a, that's a, that's a, a, a real... You know, and, and just staying in the Word. I mean, it really, that's really... that's what I want, but I'm saying studying, in the Word. Studying this has helped me to evaluate myself. Exactly. You know? And just studying, period, because that's the way the, uh, God talks to us, exactly. through His Word. And when we're reading and we're staying in his word, then, you know, we we like, hmm, he, that's that's me. Oh, I'm, you know, you do that self-evaluation all the time. And he reveals certain things to you as long as you stay in his word. And the thing is, I, they kept hitting me doing this, this, doing this studying and, and getting ready for my lesson is in Christ, in Christ. And when you think about that, those words in Christ, the way I look at things is a little different. You know, being in Christ, I am blameless. I can see that. Okay. And blameless allows me to also be bold and stand up and say, I'm not, I, I'm still, I am getting there. I'm working. You're right. You know, blameless allows me to, because he declares his blameless, I can't brag on any, any move I make towards Christ of being conformed to his image, it's him doing it to me. Amen. Not you me. know what I'm saying? So I can't brag about where I'm at because the minute that you brag, and this for me, the minute that you, you take the human position of I'm further along that I and God will always show you ain't as far along as you think. As you think you are. Because he'll bring something to you that'll happen and you'll be like, and if you sense it to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit just sit back going, mm, you thought you you thought you achieved. What have you achieved that you haven't received from me? Right. Nothing. 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 So now that humbles you back down, Nothing. and now you can go more forward. No. Amen. It's in the humility that you can go forward. Like, yeah, no. It has nothing to do with title. It has something to do with it being a saint. A saint always is in position to go forward if we humble ourselves. Amen. Because what he said, we humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God in due time. Mm -hmm. He'll exalt you. He'll lift you up. Amen. But you got to approach it from humility and love. And I was trying to 
summarize all of this. <laughs> trying to summarize all of this and, and still thinking about that in Christ and being blameless. And so I came up with like four points. And we're going to go over that and then we're going to uh, hopefully next week we'll start back up in well, well, Ephesians. Can I say something before you start on yes. the four points, please? That when we truly and genuinely become saved, there's a battle going on. And that battle on the inside of us mm -hmm. is going to be going on until we until our transformation. Mm -hmm. So it's a battle. So are we feeding our spirit the word of God that our spirit becomes stronger or are we allowing our flesh? Because the battle is going to always be there. Well, first of all, you have to remember, we can't do this thing by ourselves. No. We cannot. We can't trust upon our ourselves to do that. Like you said, it's a battle. So the only thing that I can do is to keep my mind steadfast on him. Because I can't do that by my right. And other saints, other saints to come into your life and speak truth to you. Yes, because we can't do it by ourselves. I love saints that just tell me the truth. I don't, 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 don't butter me. Tell me the truth. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And then pray. Right. That the Holy Spirit in me, like I said, I trust the Holy Spirit in you. So sometimes you just need to lay it out there, plant the seed, and back up and pray. Yeah. And watch the Holy Spirit move like it did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking my own life. I know personal experience. Just yet last week, mm -hmm. it 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 hurt me. You know, but the saints didn't force nothing on me. That's that's the part that, yeah. that showed me how mature you guys are becoming. They were like da 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 da. -da. Pray. They gonna pray about it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, God started saying, "Okay, the prayers are righteous. You gonna get this whooping. You gonna get this whooping yeah. until you straighten it up." Yeah. And, and I thank God for that. Amen. I want saints to be able to speak thank life Jesus. into another saint of correction. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a beautiful thing when we can all receive correction. Amen. By, the, by other saints, Amen. regardless of their position and whatever. Yeah. You know, that don't make no difference. Okay, so the four points, and I hope I can kind of summarize this. Excuse me. But the first point is trust in the Lord. Uh, trusting in the Lord isn't a one-time thing. It's a daily and it's a consistent decision. When we trust, when we decide to trust in God, we are confident in His guidance and His provisions. Choosing to trust in Him is a behavior of the blameless. Number two, be mindful of God's unfailing love. Someone blameless knows that no matter what we do, God won't love us any less. Though we sometimes feel inadequate and unworthy of his love, it doesn't change how God views us. When the Lord said he forgave us, believe and forgive yourself. Amen. I'm sorry, what was number two? Be mindful of God's unfailing love. Number three, Rely on God's faithfulness. We can rely on God's faithfulness when we trust he will follow through with his promises. To be able to hold on and remain steadfast in his guidance is a trace of blameless. Submit to God and allow his teachings to shape the was the way you were, the way you live, I'm sorry. 
We must constantly remind ourselves that God's plans are infinitely better than we could ever phantom. Trust in him and surrender control. And number four, rest in God's grace alone. To become blameless, we must deny ourselves and praise God in everything we do. Learn, lean on his grace and power because we know in our hearts that he is enough. We should do this not only when things are going bad, but when they're going good as well. When Jesus Christ um, died on the cross, he, wait a minute, I got that mixed up, I'm sorry. He made us new and he called us blameless. And he did that so that we could move on from our old selves and live the life God intended for us. So those were the four points. And then if anybody need a copy of that, I'll bring it next week. Okay, those are the four points. Any questions? Could you read number three again? Rely on God's faithfulness. Okay. Well, we can only rely on God's faithfulness when we trust he will follow through with his promises. To be able to hold on and remind, remain steadfast in his guidance is a trait of the blameless. Submit to God and allow his teachings to shape the way you live. We must constantly remind ourselves that God's plans are infinitely better than we could ever phantom. Trust in him and surrender control. And I think that's a lot of problems for us, some of us, is just surrendering that control. Amen. Okay. Any other questions? Huh? Number four. Rest in God's grace alone. Huh? Rest in God's grace alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any questions? No questions. Any comments? Doc? Very good. Okay. We're through for today. Nope. Okay. Great. <laughs> Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your people. Continue to reveal and illuminate your word to us as we begin to trust in what you have given us. Lord, you said you've given us every gift that's in the heavenly places, Lord. So teach us how to trust in it and appropriate it and live out our lives with it. Lord, we thank you for the gifts because it was paid a big price for it. It was your son. And everything that we have and everything we need is in Christ Jesus, Lord. So we just thank you, Father, for that. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN Network. Come join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for Sunday worship. Bible study is held on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are located at 3006 North Lindbergh Boulevard Suite 711, St. Louis, Missouri, 63074. All are welcome and we look forward to seeing you soon.